Welcome to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. It's the best as well as the rest. My grandparents are 90 years old. They still live alone and my dad does all the running around for them, you know, grocery shopping and taking them to their appointments. And they usually pass the time by baking or quilting or knitting. Okay, that's my grandma. I'm not actually sure what my grandpa does. <laughs> anyway, recently my parents decided that there was no longer enough on cable for them and so they convinced them to get the internet. Now, they don't have a computer or a smartphone. They just have a fancy TV with Netflix and YouTube. And what, pray tell, are they watching? Well, they've found Netflix to have a few too many options, so they've taken to YouTube and typing exactly what they want. Old Westerns. Yep. <laughs> now, I don't know who takes the time to upload all of these videos for our enjoyment. Like, who sits down and says, these Westerns need to live on. I will spend hours and bandwidth uploading them to YouTube. I guess this is my way of saying thanks for that, though. My grandparents don't know that's how the vids get up there, but uh, they're sure enjoying them. Mixed Mornings with Steph. On Mix 103.7. My alarm goes off at 3.30, and I try to remember that I could get 10 extra minutes of good sleep if I wouldn't press news and would just set it later. But alas, I get out of bed every morning at 3.39. And Mike did not need to be here until 5 a.m., and he would set his alarm for 3 for the sole purpose of waking up and saying, Sweet, I still have an hour and a half before I have to get up. What? <laughs> I never understood that about him. Well, experts are now saying snooze is ruining people's day from the get-go. They say if you snooze for 14 minutes, it'll throw your whole day off. So I guess I'm good to continue with my nine, right? Mixed Mornings with Steph. On Mix 103.7. Good morning, I'm Steph. A lady in California accidentally washed her winning lottery ticket. And this ticket was worth 26 million dollars but it's completely ruined it's completely gone so she's contesting the authorities to still let her have the money and the convenience store that she bought it at has sent footage in of her buying it and honestly we'll see what happens hopefully they keep us updated on that but i wonder if this would ruin her life if they don't give her the money you know like every time you go to work you'd be thinking if i hadn't washed those pants I wouldn't have to work today. Or you would think like I wouldn't have to scrub my floors. I could hire somebody else to do it or things like that. What do you think? Do you think it would ruin your life? Um, I'm wondering though today, what have you washed and ruined? A friend of mine had an iPod that was completely dead taped to the front of her washer to remind her kids to check their pockets before pressing start. <laughs> what about you? Did it ruin your day? Did it ruin your life? Mixed Mornings with Steph. On Mix 103.7. Hey, we're talking about things that you have accidentally washed, and some of your answers are so crazy. John said he washed his passport. He said he got like a notification that he had to sign in to his cruise while he was sleeping. So he just kind of did it, then went back to sleep, then washed his sheets that night, and there his passport was in the laundry the next day. Um, also, Chrissy said that she's washed her husband's wallet multiple times and many folks have said that they've washed diapers some used some not either way it sounds absolutely terrible they said it was those disposable ones and they were picking off fluff from their clothes for days oh my goodness karina's on the line karina would it you wash so i have this beautiful little small munchkin cat okay so he's his legs are about as long as my thumb he runs very low to the ground and the poor little thing is crying i can hear him mowing somewhere but like a really stressed out mow and i'm walking outside 
and walking through the kitchen, every time I walk past the washing machine, I can hear him, but then the mowing kind of goes away. And as I turn and I look, I just see this little face in the washing machine. And luckily it, it didn't go into spin yet, but when I put in the load of washing, he must have been inside or something. And uh, yeah, so he went through the, the washing. We had to break open the door. It was pandemonium in the house, kids crying, I'm screaming. Um, finally got the little thing out, shame. He was really shaken up, but he did smell good for a, for a few days. Mixed Mornings with Steph on Mix 103.7. Are you working from home today? Have you been for a while, for a whole year? (laughs) Do you want to go back to work? Are you itching to get back there? 33% of Canadians are saying that if they are made to go back to the office, they're going to look for a new job. Oh my goodness. If I had to work from home, I'd be so bad at it. I don't know. I think my laundry would be really done and my dishes would be done, but I'm not sure how much work would be getting done. Uh, People are saying that if they're going to be forced back to work, they've got a few things on their wish list. They want a flexible dress code. They want a private and distraction-free workspace. Um, They want employer-provided childcare, and they want commuter pay if they have to go back to work. (laughs) Those are some of the things that are like, yeah, you have to give me some incentives if you expect me to come back to the office. Are you kind of on that list of like, I want to stay home. Otherwise, please give me some options. Or are you like, please let me get out of my house. I'm I'm crawling up the walls. Mixed mornings with Steph. On Mix 103.7. The grossest flavor of ice cream I could ever imagine is now a reality. It's bright yellow and you'd usually see it on a hot dog or maybe with a pretzel. Yep. Mustard flavored ice cream. I have a phobia of mustard. I hate the yellow stain it leaves on a plate after you finish your sandwich. I hate the vinegar taste. I hate the way a little water comes out when you first go to put it on your burger. Oh, mustard is so gross. <laughs> There's an ice cream shop in Fort Collins that offers joke flavors. My husband was once gifted chocolate ripple cookie dough, which sounds amazing until he realized it was actually barbecue swirls with chicken chunks. Why can't we leave ice cream to the experts? Ben and Jerry, they've never done this to us. Mixed Mornings with Steph on Mix 103.7. Over the weekend, my mom wasn't feeling so hot. So she was in the hospital for a couple days and a friend of mine offered to drop off a get well present for her. They're back in Ontario. So I was like, yes, please. So I asked her to get her her favorite magazine, some flowers, some of her favorite dare cinnamon Danish cookies. And she said, what do you want written in the card? So I typed it out and continued on my day. Well, my friend Brianna sent me a picture of the treats and then this beautiful hand-drawn card. And she apologized for it. She said, I could get everything you asked for, but apparently cards aren't considered essential in Ontario, so I had to make one. (laughs) I thought it was the sweetest thing and hilarious all at once. My mom thought I drew it and overnighted it. Um, Our mail is just not that quick. That's not going to work. You can check out a picture of the treats and the card on our socials. And yes, my mom is okay. Mixed Mornings with Steph on Mix 103.7. So I'm asking you what I can do from the studio as an act of kindness. Josh wrote in and said to be intentional with your language on social media and use it to build someone up, not tear down. Ugh, isn't that a big one these days? It really breaks my heart when I see what gets written on social media. And I really don't know why we can't just scroll on by if we don't like what someone wrote or why we can't just read it for what the person meant instead of attacking their grammar. Great idea, Josh. Thanks for that. How else can we be kind today? Mixed Mornings with Steph on Mix 103.7. 
How old do you feel? How old are you? A new survey says people feel an average of seven years younger than they actually are. I can totally relate. I'm 32, but people often guess I'm 25. Wait, maybe that's how old I act? Or could it be how old I look? (gasps) They say the average person doesn't start feeling old until they're 47. But some contributing factors to that feeling are um, grunting when you get out of a chair. Yep, I've already been doing that for years. Not recognizing a celebrity. Okay, I've never been able to do that. I just am so surprised when new people's names come up. Um, Not being able to see in a dimly lit room. Oh, goodness, I just got glasses because I can't see at night. Um, And not being on TikTok. Okay, so I didn't feel old when we started talking about this, but jeepers, now I do. Mixed Mornings with Steph on Mix 103.7. How do you feel about Hawaiian shirts? They're in the same category as Crocs for me, though thankfully my husband doesn't own any Hawaiian shirts, but my goodness, does he have Crocs. (laughs) Well, just like Crocs are back in style, Who is making these decisions? Um, David Beckham is bringing back the brightly colored flowered shirts. Apparently, he's a trendsetter. Hmm. (laughs) Are you jumping on board? I know a certain news director here at Mix, um, Jaron Vecchio, who hasn't jumped off the Hawaiian shirt trend from years back. He's still rocking him. I wonder if he'll be glad they're back in style again or feel like he was um, standing out before. Mix Mornings with Steph on Mix 103.7. Learned a new term, and I'm trying not to be insulted for the folks who are only a few years older than me. Geriatric millennial. Ouch. That just seems so rude, calling a 35 to a 40-year-old geriatric. Honestly, I don't really love the term even for people who are geriatric. Anyway, the definition of a geriatric millennial is actually much kinder. It says, categorizing anyone born between 1980 and 85 as tech-smart yet able to maintain a decent level of old-school professionalism when called for. Um, I would like to be defined by that, but not when the word you use is geriatric. I wonder what they're going to start calling us 30 to 35-year-old millennials. Seniors? Middle-aged? Mixed Mornings with Steph on Mix 103.7. Have you ever been asked, what's your five-year plan? Usually in a job interview or at the end of schooling like high school or university, And it's usually one of the hardest questions to answer. And really, do five-year plans ever actually pan out anyway? I remember being asked that in an interview when coming out of radio school and trying to get a job in radio. And I was like, um, my plan is to get a job, hopefully in the next five years. We'll see where it goes from there. Well, one person has it all figured out, Jimmy Fallon. Relatable? Mm, Probably not. But The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon was just renewed on NBC for another five years. So huge congrats to him for knowing the answer. Though it doesn't seem like he'll be in any job interviews to use it anytime soon. Mixed Mornings with Steph on Mix 103.7. I learned a new word this week. Familect. Any guesses as to what it means? The person you elect in your family to take out the garbage? Familect. I like it. Um, The person who talks the most so they should be behind a lectern. Okay, that one was a bit weak. How about that? Famelect. You're feeling famished, and it's the moment you finally decide what to eat. Famelect. Nah, it means the dialect you speak among your loved ones that only they understand. Now, I'm not talking about, like, twin speak, because that's a whole other wonder to me. But this is when a kid calls a hamburger an EIO, and all of a sudden you all do. Or when your egg separator looks like a spring, so you call it a broing broing for all of time. 
Samelect. What do you think? You got any of those words? Mixed Mornings with Steph. On Mix 103.7. Millennials, we are the generation they target their ads to and create all the nostalgia bombs for. We're also the butt of most generational jokes. And did you know we're also being blamed for the decline in cereal sales? Yep. First, they said it was because we thought cereal was too inconvenient. You need a bowl and a spoon and to be relatively still to eat it. But now they're saying it's because we've realized how much sugar is in it. I mean, this 17% sale decline over the last decade could be my mom's fault. She always said, I buy my sugar by the bag, not by the box. Maybe the slogan's caught on. Mixed Mornings with Steph on Mix 103.7. Yesterday, I had a surprise charcuterie box delivered to my door. A huge thanks to Sherry at Fuse Social for that. It was to celebrate our final retreat day of Leadership Wood Buffalo. Anyway, did the charcuterie box actually happen unless you post a pic of it? I don't think so. (laughs) As you know, I'm a picky eater. I don't eat fruit. Not very good at condiments. So I post a selfie of me in this box and talk in the post about how I shared it with Skye, my husband, and how delicious it was. And suddenly my friends start messaging me saying, you didn't eat that. And I say, I did. I ate the cheese, the crackers, the meat, just not the fancy fruit chutney or the pickles or anything they touched. (laughs) Well, it's nice to be known, even if it is as a liar. Can't trust anything you see on the internet. Thanks for listening to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. For more episodes, subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify, or where all great podcasts are found.